This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Professor Dion Foster. Morning to you, Dion. Morning, Brad. How are you doing today? Very good. Loving the crystal clear line. Better than when you're in Stellenbosch. <laughs> Isn't that remarkable? Isn't that <laughs> remarkable? Yeah, but Brad, it is. It's, it's wonderful to be here in uh, in Cambridge. And, and yeah, as you say, this is a very special place. We celebrated the, the 100th anniversary of Wesley House. And it's one of the university's colleges that for the last hundred years has been training women and men for ministry and mission. And isn't that a wonderful thing to to give thanks for? Yeah, just quickly, before we get into this very important conversation this morning, uh, what would you be doing there uh, at Cambridge University? Yeah, so I, uh, I, cel- I, I celebrate, I supervise uh-huh. uh, some doctoral students here. So um, part of what I'm doing, and I'm a research uh, fellow at, at uh, the university at Cambridge. So uh, I'm meeting with, with doctoral supervisors, particularly we work with African students. Uh-huh. So uh, th- this week I'm here to do some training with doctoral supervisors to meet some uh, doctoral students. And uh, tonight I'll be preaching in, in uh, one of the local churches. So I'm looking forward to that. Wow, isn't that phenomenal? I've got this big stupid grin on my face. I think that's fantastic. Have a really gr- <laughs> have a great time. I think this is awesome. Uh, and it's such an honor that we could chat to you, uh, Dion. A big one. I mean, Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6. We all know that. It's on, a, it's on the little... Uh, uh, little magnet up on the fridge, you know. It's one of those postcard verses that we know well. But trusting Jesus, even at times when we don't understand what's going on around us, that isn't as easy as we think it is. And we read the verse, we get all psyched up, and then when we've got to live it, it's hard. Brad, you're absolutely right. I mean, I, it's, it, for me, this is one of the most interesting things because obviously I, I spend all of my days, all of my waking hours, particularly because I, I work in ethics, trying mm. to figure out how shall we live? You know, what is the best way for us to live so that we can honor God and we can see that God's ways and God's will are, are enacted in our lives and in the world. And of course, the systems within which we live are incredibly complex. And um, I think one of the reasons for that is because they're they're changing all the time. You mm-hmm. know, the economic systems, the political systems. Um, you know, I, 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 I laugh because what is okay today uh, is definitely not going to be okay in 10 years time. Uh-huh. And you've sort of got to be quite <laughs> you know, careful how you, how you live and what you do and what you say. And for many of us as Christians, I think, you know, that kind of overarching um, complexity can be a challenge. But of course, Brad, where, where the tacky hits the tar, that's, that's where things are, are really, really difficult. You know, sometimes when I think about my own life, um, 12 years ago on, on this very day, yeah. um, our daughter Courtney, uh, as a young girl, she was 11 then, um, had to go in for surgery for a brain tumor. Wow. And you sort of say, wow, Lord, what? What are you doing? You know, mm. I mean, wh- why? Why is this happening? You know, wh- wh- how do I deal with it? Um, of course, there, there are some of our listeners who are facing other complexities. Yes. You know, you work in a company that expects you perhaps to compromise on your values. They're asking you to say things or do things that that make your life very, very complicated. So how are we to deal with that now? What's interesting for me is that uh, the world will always be changing. And, and there's there's a sense of comfort in that the moment you stop. Uh, worrying about the change and start saying, okay, it's, it's always going to change. That's, that's a first measure of comfort. Yeah. But of course, there has to be something greater than that. And that's what this particular uh, section from Proverbs teaches us. So just, just one or two little bits of background. Uh, the book of Proverbs is what's known as wisdom literature. It's a, it's a portion of the Bible 
that was written. It's given to us so that we can learn how to live with wisdom, so that we can be wise mm. in our living in the world. And this particular passage gives us this wisdom. It says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways. Submit to the Lord and he will make your path straight. So for me, that's a great encouragement. You know, no matter what I face today, if, if there's a bend in the path, uh, you know, <laughs> drop in the road, the one thing that I can say is I can say, Lord, I want to submit to you. I want to trust in your ways. Now, how do you do that? Verse uh, seven says, do not be wise in your own eyes. So in other words, don't say, well, I know the best way. Rather, it says, uh, fear the Lord. So say, Lord, your way, uh, this word fear means to submit yourself or to, to humble yourself before God. And then it says shun evil. Now, that yeah. for me is always a, a very, very simple thing to do. We know that God is good. And one of the things we confess about God is not only is God good, but God is good because God is love. And so I often say to myself, what is the most loving thing that I can do in this situation? What is the thing that that speaks of the character of God? Shun evil, uh, do that. And then verse 8 says, if you do this, it'll bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. And then verse 9 gets very practical. It says, honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruit of your crops. So in other words, uh, yeah, I'm not living here so that I can become rich. Uh, whatever I'm doing is, is not for my sake, Lord. It's all for your sake. I want to honor you with the first fruits of what I have. And then it says, yeah, when you put God first, we, we hear this, of course, in the Gospels as well, then your bonds will be filled to overflowing and your vets will brim over with new one. So, Brad, I, th I think for me today what I'm trying to say is in the midst of the complexity, sometimes when we can't exactly figure out what's happening either through the systems of the world or we're not quite sure what God is doing, there are some certainties that we can hang on to, and those are the certainties of the God who loves us, the God who has our best interests at heart. And let's just say, well, Lord, I'm here to live your way, not my way, and I want to submit myself to your will. Yeah. Thanks so much for that, Dion. Uh, it's easy. One of these these verses, particularly uh, verses five and six, uh, we we love reading that. We love meditating on it. We we desire straight paths. And when you're in the thick of it, then we look back and say, "But but this doesn't seem right." I mean, uh, this, <laughs> now what's happening? Where's the straight path? And I am submitting. And and am I now leaning on my own understanding? Am I doing too much of my own? Where where do I? quit you know somebody told us you need to if you're in a storm you need to row your boat like praying doesn't work and you need to pray like rowing doesn't work so <laughs> yeah. so so you know how much of me or how how little of me am i doing enough am i doing too much am i trying this by my own so it feels for us like there's this fine line about where's my own understanding ending and 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 what's the balance and and, and then we try to and we overthink and then we just lie on our beds with our face in our pillows and we wait for it all to blow over you know, and Brad, I mean, of course, the, the wonderful news, even in that situation, is that God is both wise and gracious and above all loving. And God will say, well, you know, as long as you're giving me your best, that's enough. I mean, you know, what the Lord requires of us is not perfection, yeah. but faithfulness. And and my experience is simply, Brad, you know, that that particularly, and, and this might be an encouragement for those of our listeners who are not going through tough times at the moment, you know, very often it's it's the training in holiness that we put in in the ordinary times that sustain us in the difficult times. So, so whatever you can do today, you know, be, remain mindful of that. Say, Lord, I want to honor you. I want to love you. I want to be faithful to you no matter what comes. And um, there will be enough. God is gracious enough and loving enough to, to accept that. 
Thanks so much for that, Dion. And then just before you go, we were a Bible quiz this morning was about poor old Ezekiel and his three hundred and ninety days lying on one side and then, oh, then, then flipping I, I over then flipping <laughs> over to the other side. And I just thought <laughs> uh the something this the things God went to to get people's attention and to try and get them to lean not on their own understanding, but to trust and follow him. Uh you have to put some people through an unusual time. Absolutely. And Brad, isn't it what I mean that's what love reading the Bible so much. You know, if anyone ever tells you the Bible is boring, they obviously haven't read it carefully <laughs> enough. <laughs> yes, and uh, none of us need to make a bride this weekend using animal dung. We can also be pleased about that part. Uh, Absolutely. Dion, thanks so much for your time. Uh, I'm very excited for all the work that you're doing and uh, enjoy. I hope there's not raining and miserable there where you're at today, but thanks for joining us all the way from Cambridge. Thanks, my friend. God bless you. Chat next week. Bye-bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.